Hi there, I'm Dean Heskin, President and CEO of Swiss America Trading, and you are tuned in to our most recent podcast uh, entitled The Secret War on Cash, discussing uh, current financial and economic news, uh, developments, etc. in the um, world that we live in. Uh, there's certainly been no shortage of that. Actually, today, I'd like to give a shout out to my wife, Bronwyn. It's our anniversary. So happy anniversary, honey. I have with me, not Bronwyn, I actually have Chris Agalestos, my frequent co-host. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Uh, good morning. Doing well, thank you. Good to hear. Today's my anniversary. I don't know if you heard that first part, so be sure. If yeah, congratulations. Today. Well, wish her a congratulations and tell her Godspeed. She's done well putting up with me so far. So <laughs> no uh, comment. <laughs> no, you've already made plenty of comments. I've, I've got them stored away. Um, so let's get right into this, Chris. A frequent topic in financial news that's going on for several months now uh, has been the lingering debt situation in commercial real estate. And I mean, there has mm -hmm. been no shortage of news coming out about that. It's a it's a big problem. In fact, it's actually a multinational problem. There are other countries kind of going through it as well. Mm -hmm. And everyone knows and probably to a great extent are experiencing, you know, the new workplace dynamic of people working from home. I know that we have that option for many in our company, which was mm -hmm. largely birthed from COVID as it was for many other businesses. And the reality is it's worked really, really well for us, surprisingly well, as I know it has for others. Now, when it comes to this debt problem that's brewing with commercial real estate, it's pretty basic. As I like to say, Chris, it's, it's just math. Um, mm -hmm. Companies no longer need space as workers are working from home or big corporations are just moving out of cities due to issues like theft and other crimes. The bottom line yep. is you just don't need to rent space if no one's going to be in it. Yeah. So back to the math. This year of the $4.7 in outstanding commercial mortgages, almost a trillion of that is coming due this year. Mm -hmm. Now, not considering defaults and other factors that would adversely affect the market, even if companies were to just simply unload these properties, regardless of value, you're talking roughly 20% of supply being dumped into the marketplace, which is enough to cripple any market or asset. Yeah. Is there, is there anything that can be done to stop this? Or maybe am I missing something? Is this situation not as grim as it seems? <laughs> no, unfortunately, like you said, it, it comes down to uh, the numbers and math. Um, you know, if you, if you look at office vacancy, uh, it is at its lowest in 30 years, um, meaning lowest vacancy. Uh, so a lot of available space. And when you think about our population has grown, quite a bit in the last 30 years. We have more people in the workforce, uh, but we have uh, a 30 year high of empty office space. And so you're right, it's just, it's not being used. And we enjoyed a number of years uh, post, you know, 2009, 2010, where interest rates were absurdly low. And so, you know, what do uh, developers do when, when rates are low? They borrow money, right? And, the, and they uh, pumped a lot of money into commercial real estate. Well, now those notes are, are coming due and the debt has to be refinanced. So, um, you know, what you were, you know, borrowing at maybe 3% is now 6% plus, you know, double. So uh, obviously the cost is going to be significantly higher, but when you factor in, you can't charge more for the space 
because you have so low demand. Um, you've got high interest rates, low rents. You're going to have defaults. I mean, there, there just there isn't going to be enough money to be able to support that that market. And um, you know, we're looking at probably a thirty percent uh, correction in uh, rents. So again, the developers uh, borrowing money at twice the price, having to cut their rents by thirty percent, and having the lowest number of people out there in the last 30 years going to look for office space. It's, it's just a, a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember when, when we kind of start, had to start dealing with the issue of COVID, it was March of 2020, like, like most. Mm-hmm. And it, it's amazing looking back. I mean, you want to talk about a, a total game changer where, you know, day after day after day for, you know, I've been with Swiss America now for over 30 years and just the the normal routine of getting up each day, getting into the office, putting in that full work day, um, complete 180 just with just with that transition from COVID. Um, in fact, here in, in Arizona, Scottsdale, right up the road from us, you know, Nationwide Insurance built a huge compound, a complex um, That's right. that they were anticipating having at a beautiful place. I mean, it mm-hmm. has has uh, multiple kitchens and dining areas in it. Uh, it's a self-sufficient, literally complex, uh, which they anticipated having fully staffed with only nationwide employees. And they started doing that before COVID began. And then as COVID hit and now people were working from home, um, it's a place that, you know, multiple companies are in there now because they just don't have the personnel to, to fill it. And so it, yep. the, the, like to your point, and as the article says, you know, they, everybody was making these plans in anticipation of the status quo and the status quo couldn't be further from what the status quo used to be. So it definitely right. game changer. And, you know, related to this, this next article discusses, the wave of layoffs anticipated this year in the tech sector mm-hmm. related because as, as more workers are laid off to whatever extent, there is that much lesser of a need for the office space, like we've kind of discussed and the, you know, seats to put people in now yeah. the tech industry is, is a pretty generic and somewhat all encompassing term. So, you know, to put some perspective on it, we're talking companies like Google as well as Amazon. So these are not just, small cap companies. This includes the giants. Yeah. They ex- now they're explaining, Chris, that a, a lot of this has to do with companies looking to replace people with AI. And that is definitely mm-hmm. a thing. I mean, the bottom line, like most everything in our economy, there's always a ripple effect. So for the purpose of this podcast, the ripple we're discussing today is the impact that it's going to have or how it plays into the lingering concern of this 2024 commercial real estate loans coming due or perhaps even defaults, things of that nature. I don't think AI is going anywhere other than up as far as interest is it's working its way into replacing jobs in the workforce with the precision of, you know, a surgeon with a scalpel. Mm -hmm. Chris, there's just no way this is a temporary phenomenon. I mean, AI is here to stay. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I mean, it, uh, your question, it reminds me of uh, uh, this this old video in the, I think it was the late 70s or, or early 80s where they were asking, um, you know, people about the uh, computer, the personal computer. 
um, you know, and everybody having a computer in their homes. And, and this guy said, oh, I mean, I'm not worried about that at all. I, you know, why would anybody want to sit in front of a machine all day and type on this keyboard when they could interact with people? Uh, and lo and behold, look at where we, <laughs> we, we are now. Um, and, uh, and look at smartphones, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't that long ago that the first smartphone came out. Uh, I want to say maybe 2008 or somewhere around there from, uh, from Apple, or at least the first big one. And, and now just about everybody has them, right? Um, good, good luck finding a, a new flip phone. So, um, no, I mean, technology is, is going to, to grow and all the big companies are, you know, cutting people. Uh, and, and cutting spending in other areas to invest in AI. Um, and like you said, not small names, right? Microsoft, you know, Meta is, uh, you know, a lot of people may know as Facebook. They had record earnings last year, but still had huge layoffs, you know, 22% um, at Meta laid off last year. So um, no, they're, they're going forward at full speed. And, and, you know, companies don't operate for more employees, right? They're not they're not in business to have staff and take care of their people per se. Hopefully they do those things, but they're there for profit and efficiency. And if they can do that with less people um, and and by utilizing more AI, that's what they're gonna do. Certainly in the tech sector where it's you know a big part of what they already do anyway. So uh, no, I, I think it's one of those things that um, you know, look, change is inevitable and it's, it's difficult uh, if you don't embrace it. I think the key is finding ways to use the, the technological changes to benefit you in whatever career, um, you know, you're in and, and embrace the change because it's going to happen whether you like it or not. Right. And, you know, that's you talk about layoffs and, you know, yes, now that does have that that, as we mentioned, a ripple effect in the commercial real estate market. It also has an effect, you know, you take take a 22% layoff, like you mentioned, you know, you have those people now need to replace jobs. The question becomes, are they going to be able to, are they going to be able to replace them? And if so, yeah. uh, at, at what income or at what rate, um, how does that affect their consumption habits, which feeds into the rest of the, you know, the economy and our, our whole financial system. Um, and that's where, I mean, the, the landscape is changing radically here in the United States. And, you know, these, these are things that um, they're, they're big sweeping moves. You know, it's not just, you know, opening up and hearing about, Oh, this company is kind of mismanaged and went out of business. These companies are, you know, being forced to make decisions and moves uh, and, and changes that are long lasting changes, things that, you know, that we used to know 10 years ago in business and the financial markets, are going to be totally revolutionized, are, are being revolutionized as we speak, but the next five years, Lord only knows what it'll look like. So right. that's why this podcast, we want to continue to, to, to you know, put forward this type, type of information to keep people uh, apprised of some of these changes, some of these developments. If you haven't subscribed, please do so and tell your friends. The more people that subscribe, I, this information I think is great information to get out uh, where you're not just looking at talking heads on Wall Street, talking about profitability of this company and profitability of the other. Uh, we kind of look at the underbelly of what's actually going on in the markets and what's going on in the economy. Uh, follow us on social media as well. If you haven't received any of our literature and you'd like to learn more about Swiss America, the gold market, or what the secret war on cash is all about, we have an excellent report that's uh, free to you. Just give us a call. 
at 1-800-289-2646 or visit us online at www.swissamerica.com. Chris, as always, thank you very much for this information. I can tell you for sure we are not done talking about commercial real estate or AI. Uh, It is something that is day by day by day. Uh, more and more information and news and changes and developments are happening there. So we'll hit you back on that at, at some future date. Thanks for joining us. If, uh, for those of you tuning in and Chris, look forward to having you again sometime soon. I appreciate it. Take care. Bye.